0: Yeah. (laughs) They suck. Yeah.
1: The Ringer NBA Show. It's a special. Sources say live from Caesar's Palace in Las Vegas. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm here with Chris Ryan. What's up, Juliet? So much. We're in. We're in high NBA off season. I can
0: see the desert stretching out beyond us. Treasure Island across the street. <laughs>
1: It's all so beautiful here from our villa. Yeah. At Caesar's Palace, which is really dope. It
0: is pretty nice.
1: I feel like an NBA player. I feel, and I feel like Pablo or something. Do people still make that joke? Nobody
0: makes that joke anymore.
1: Well, I'm here to bring it back. <laughs> that
0: joke has been canceled <laughs> along with Kanye West.
1: You know what else has been canceled? Carmelo Anthony and the Oklahoma City Thunders relationship.
0: Yeah, this is for tax purposes Taxes. largely and also for basketball decisions, for basketball reasons. So Carmelo was part of this enormous payroll and tax bill that Oklahoma was staring down, something like $310 million. Because when you think of the most lavish and expensive pro (laughs) sports teams, you think of Real Madrid, you think of Paris Saint-Germain, you think of the Lakers, and And you think of the Thunder. And the Thunder, of course, who
1: famously traded James Harden to avoid
0: the tax. So times have changed, uh, but... What hasn't changed is that Mello is still an expensive and not very good basketball player. So they are going to either look for a trade partner, let me know how that works out, (laughs) Or they're going to stretch him, which means they basically spread his contract out over the next five years, thus saving Oklahoma City upwards of, I think, $107 million that's on crazy. next year because once they hit that luxury tax, the, the, the fees are so high. Right,
1: and the repeater tax is so high. It's, it's awful, yeah. It's like really, I think that's what killed the Caps, right, for the last couple of seasons, That's too.
0: part of it, yeah. Part, also, part of it, sure. <laughs> LeBron wanting to sp- play, spend all his time <laughs> with J.R. Smith and Tristan Thompson, yeah.
1: Uh, Mello has really been like, fuck you to everyone this summer. He has been, he, he went to see the Salt Bay steak guy. Yeah. He did a little salt. I love a
0: guy who's into memes late because that's, that's me too. I, <laughs> I really only found out about Bad Baby and like cash me outside. So, <laughs> so I'm pretty new me- to you. So Mello's, Mello being into Salt Bay now tracks with a person of his age.
1: He also like, is kind of late to the NBA wine revolution, but doesn't really seem to care. Yeah. Like, that's also part of, like, his social media shtick. He's just sort of like, I'm doing me. And I feel like this is... L- latter stage professional basketball Mellow is the purest mellow that we have always known as there, and now he has the freedom to come out and play.
0: So, here's the big question. He's going to get paid. He's getting this, this contract, his money, from Oklahoma City yes. either way. The question I have is, does Mellow? now recalibrate himself and say, okay, the thing that I didn't want to do in Oklahoma was be a role player. But if I go sign with the Lakers, if I go sign with the Rockets, which are two teams being suggested, hell, if I sign with the Warriors.
1: The Warriors, what? Um,
0: that's that's a pathway to a ring. Or I can go to Chicago, I can go to the Clippers, I can go to a number of other places, and I can be a player that's like the A option and sure. gets all my shots, which has always been important to him.
1: Um, I don't see him doing that. I think if Melo wanted to be a role player, he probably would have stayed in Oklahoma City. I know that he's not like a Paul George, wants to live in a smaller city, likes that size market. But I, I think if you're willing to be that role player, why not stay there? I mean, I understand why it's bad for the team, but you're with two All-Stars. Uh, well, I
0: think for Oklahoma City, they were like, feel free to opt in. You're sure. getting stretched. Right. I don't know that they would have brought, if he, had, if he had opted out and immediately signed for like the mid-level exception, I still don't know <laughs> if Oklahoma would have had him back. Because now with Melo out and a healthy Andre Roberson, they're looking at Russ, PG, and Roberson being a pretty tight perimeter defense. Right. And then Jeremy Grant and Steven Adams being a really athletic uh, back line to protect the rim. So, so defensively, team. the Thunder are really good. They're bringing back Felton, which is... He, he did some nice things for them as a backup, but I think they're inc- an incredibly thin team. <laughs> yes, they the are. The thing that they need to do is basically get to the playoffs healthy. We saw this a couple of, a couple of instances in the, in the uh, postseason where once that, once that rotation gets shortened down to five to seven people, it doesn't really matter who your eighth, ninth, and 10th person is. That's for the regular season to give guys b- breathers. But if the Thunder can go into the playoffs healthy, I don't see why they can't make a little bit of noise. Maybe not go to the finals, but I sure. think they could win a, a series or two.
1: Definitely. I mean, like, I think that there's like not questions lingering over them this year. Like, it'll just be a, it's just a different team. It's just team. The thunder. Yeah, it's like, yeah. This is who we are. This is what we've got, and we're we're working with it. And they seem like excited. They had a NAS concert for Paul George in Oklahoma.
0: Here's one thing that's really interesting too. We've got Blake Wall, even Rust to him, to some extent. All these guys who are like reaching sort of probably the end of their prime or the late period of their prime, and sure. then they'll have like their twilight. They're all getting wildly, not overpaid, but they have, they're have on really expensive contracts. Are we going to see this happen to any other big stars? Not now, but like down the line a little bit. Will Detroit try to stretch $44 million Blake?
1: Didn't they do that to Josh? Uh, what's his face already? Josh, Josh Smith, Smith. Yeah. Several years Josh ago. Josh Smith's still
0: getting paid by like three different teams.
1: The Blake question's a really good one. I kind of forgot he's in the league and he's just like out there in Detroit. But I guess they could like make noise this year. Yeah. Or something. Dwayne Casey
0: think, seems to think so.
1: Yeah. I I'm happy for doing Casey. He didn't have to move very far. Yeah. It's not like a big relocation. <laughs> um, I, I think, yes. I think that also, like, if the players are like, well, this is what I'm doing now, just I'm one, like, one plus one. Yeah. I think, like, teams will be, okay, fine, then we'll just stretch you. We'll just stretch you. Like, everyone's going to become a mercenary. I just think the long-term deals will be... It less and less, basically. Like Russ and Harden and Steph might be the last like major max deals. Well, good. I'm
0: glad that LeBron and Chris Paul made such a big deal to get those super max contracts then.
1: Oh, and Chris Paul. I <laughs> yeah. mean, he that's to me is the worst decision that anyone's made of the offseason.
0: Is Chris Paul opting back? Is, is he signing is the, with the Rockets yes. or the Rockets the, signing Chris the, Paul? The
1: Rockets signing Chris Paul.
0: So what would you have done other differently?
1: I don't know. I they were they were kind of like in a bind. They went all in on the team last year and they got so close, but they are now worse than worse. They, off. Don't Ariza. they don't have a reason. They don't have a reason. It's like a weird. clapellas is not resigned yet. I'm sure he will. I think he's going to take the qualifying offer. Mm-hmm. But I just think we saw them at their at their best. Chris Paul is definitely on the decline now, and and the Western Conference has LeBron. So
0: <laughs> I don't think the Lakers are going to be as good that good. Yeah. And I think that they can make the argument that we we're were we doing what the Thunder didn't do, which is we took the Warriors right to the brink and then our best player left. The Rockets are bringing back all their best players and they took the Warriors to the brink again. And they're maybe counting on uh, emotionally, mentally, it's so exhausting to do this that the Warriors do come up short in the fifth year of this run.
1: I guess so. That's, yeah. I mean, I
0: think that's the bet.
1: Do you think the Rockets are the second best team in the league? I don't.
0: Who do you think is the second best team? In the I league? think a
1: healthy Celtics is better than the current Rockets.
0: Uh, I'm going to go with empirical evidence. I yeah. haven't seen the healthy Celtics. Okay. I don't know what Jason Tatum is when he's the third or fourth option.
1: That's true. That's fair.
0: And Kyrie Irving is like a 50-50 health risk. Right. Like, I I don't know when he's going to be. He's played through what? Like two, three full seasons without like
1: major injury? Only two. Because he broke his kneecap at the end of 15. Mm-hmm. And then he was back for 16, obviously. 17 he was healthy and they lost In 18 he was out like half the time right so he's had two consecutive healthy seasons
0: right and they have to wait for Hayward like Hayward's gonna come back but not necessarily like it took Paul George a full year yeah to look like Paul George again Celtics aren't like a, a knock-on guarantee second best team and Segway alert Ooh. They got to take care of their own guys. Yes. Because not only do we have this Marcus Smart situa- situation, which we want to talk about, but I want to spring something on you. Please do. I want to hear how the Juliet antenna is receiving the Kyrie may not be a long-term Celtic rumors. Which one do you want to start with?
1: Um, Let's start with Kyrie. Okay. I'm really into this Big one. Big shock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really into this one. So if I am the Celtics, I trade Kyrie. Well,
0: let's set it up a little bit. So sure. Kyrie is obviously, uh, was this huge talisman for the Celtics in the first half of the season. Um, then a, a series of injuries and basically opted to have surgery, but with like the surgery, as he said on Bill's pod, he had some, he was dealing with infections. They had to get the metal screws out of his knee. This is a guy who's had some pretty significant leg injuries. And now we're starting to hear, okay, so not only are the Celtics going to be looking at, we've got Brown and Tatum that we have to worry about extending. And then we also have to pay... Uh, Kyrie in what after this coming season, and Kyrie has said, I'm not going to do an extension now. There's no need for that. Then there's just been this kind of rumor hanging around Kyrie that he is going to do like two or three years here and two or three years there. Maybe he wants to play with Jimmy Butler. It's always been his dream to play with the Knicks. Maybe he'd come West. So what do you think?
1: I think that Kyrie Irving is a malcontent. Mm-hmm. And... It's just amazing how all roads lead back to Team USA. And and I I just I think I think that the Celtics don't want Kyrie to be a long term as much as Kyrie doesn't want to be there long term. Like I think it goes both ways. Like this
0: is almost like it's mutually beneficial yes. for you to bump us out of like scrappy underdog role players outperforming their potential to top Eastern Conference team. Then when we catch up to you, you can go your own way and we'll go ours.
1: Yeah, basically. Yeah. Like, I, th- I think it works for both of them. And I, Kyrie just seems like a, a person. I, like, obviously ingest all of his interviews as quickly as possible. And he just seems like we'll never be satisfied. An Alexander Hamilton type, if you will. And he, I just think, that, like, he can't stay in one place for too long.
0: I think the winning a ring is the worst thing that ever could have happened for Kyrie Irving's career.
1: I to a good point. He's like, because
0: he's probably now like nobody can tell me anything. Yeah, he's been to and the mountaintop. And also like I can do all sorts of weird experimental shit with my career yeah. because I have a ring. It's like something that Carl Malone and Charles Barkley never got. Yeah. But I can just go off and be like, I'm going to go play for Miami for three years. And then I'm going to go play in China. Like Kyrie is definitely in the zone of like, I might go play in China in my prime.
1: That's interesting. Like, he's kind of like in the Tyson zone of basketball. Like I just don't, could he it. could,
0: you could tell me anything and I would believe it.
1: One thing also I find interesting about the whole Jimmy Butler thing, them wanting to team up, is Kyrie is famously really not like a, like a, a I've never heard anyone be like, yeah, Kyrie, fun hang in the locker room. He's not a glue guy.
0: Okay. And, and neither is Jimmy Butler really, right? Neither is Jimmy
1: Butler. Kyrie Irving definitely left some games at halftime during the playoffs, like just kind of like showed up. Now and he was,
0: said that was because he had to go get treatment for his infection. Sure. Okay, yeah.
1: Fine. There's many hours in the day that don't coincide with uh, a basketball game. (laughs) So I think there were other opportunities to do that. And I think it's interesting that he's, like, singled out one person he does want to play with because that seems, like, just totally anomalous to me, Which, which which— but Jimmy Butler's the same way. He's also not really like great for the locker room, but he does have more like friends in the NBA than Kyrie. Where's I think. Jimmy
0: Butler from originally?
1: Jimmy Butler is from Houston and okay. he went to Marquette. He was playing dominoes or cards. Or it was either spades or dominoes with Mello and Wade when he got traded on draft night in yeah. 2017. Yeah. And like there's no, there's literally no stories like that about Kyrie. There's no one's like, yeah, Kyrie we was. We were with, hanging out. Yeah. So or I've never Do Katie of any. and Kyrie like each other? I don't know. It's a good question. I it's, could
0: see them. Doing a Knicks thing in a year or two. Together. Yeah. Interesting. Because the KD signing the one-on-one, it just means to me, like, he always wants to have the flexibility to, like, leave there if it gets bad in Golden State.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Or he's unhappy.
0: And, like, if he wins a third ring Golden State to then be like, that was one cycle. I did the Oklahoma cycle. I did the Golden State cycle. And now I'm going to go, whether it's to the Knicks, whether it's to the Heat, whether it's wherever.
1: What do you think about the K the sort of not the KD rumors, but the rumors about the Warriors having locker room trouble during this year just kind of like being that a- David
0: West quote? Yeah.
1: They were like a big thing for like three days and then moved on. I don't know. I
0: wonder if it's just like f- the first of all, like do you think it was fighting like guys being like Nick Young and JaVale McGee don't take basketball seriously enough? Or do you think it was Steph KD level beef?
1: I think it's more. I
0: think it's probably Draymond. It's probably like Draymond giving guys a hard time, but Draymond th- not having a, quite the same season.
1: I think it's like probably similar to what happened with the Bulls at the end of like the Michael Jordan years of like everyone's really good, everyone's a professional, and like can turn it on, but there's just a lot of um, grievances, yeah, and like a lot of a lot of personalities to manage, yeah. There's so many. I, I just love I'm going ca- to
0: call this now: Ky- Kyrie, KD, Knicks. Nice within, within the next two years.
1: Oracle, Chris.
0: Yeah, let's say that.
1: Okay, I'm into it. That would, be, that would be fun. If um,
0: before we move on to anything else, we should mention Marcus Moore on the Celtics. Yes. Before we get carried away. There
1: was a story from the Boston Herald.
0: Yes, the Boston Herald.
1: The Boston Herald said that he was disgusted at not having heard anything from the Celtics. It,
0: is this is so- a good. This is I want our sources, secret sources out there. Step your game up. Like there's if you're going secret, be creative with what you talk. Like, like throw some bars in there. So this this source told the Boston Herald he loves the Celtics. But with these crickets he's hearing, crickets. he's hurt and disgusted by it. I
1: love it. It's amazing. Do you so, think who do you think makes the call to this reporter? Cause I, or I, I just, it's, this is just a well, great story. Mar- Marcus
0: Smart has had a pretty tempestuous relationship in terms of his contract stuff with the yeah. Celtics. Because you remember when he was up last year, they were like, we'll worry about Marcus or maybe the offer was really low and the agent was like they're going to pay for this down the line. Yeah, so
1: they exercised the fourth year right. or they didn't offer him a ex- rookie extension basically. And they,
0: and they're going to pay for this meant not retribution. It just meant like he's going to show them how much he's worth. And in a weird way, Kyrie going down and Marcus Smart having such a huge role in the playoffs even though it was beyond the box score made him super valuable to like really good teams. Like Marcus Smart is a terrifying warrior. Yeah, Marcus Smart would be a terrifying rocket. He would be a terrifying, I mean, I can't believe the Lakers spent all this money on all these garbanzo beans oh, he been great on and could have had Marcus Smart on the Lakers. Yeah. Like, wouldn't you rather have Marcus Smart than Rondo at this point?
1: That's an interesting question. I actually, I don't know. I kind of like the Rondo signing. I know that's a really weird take, but I think it's significantly better just than JaVale McGee and, and maintenance, man. Like,
0: what are we doing? Didn't we just, ha- we just saw how that ends up.
1: I know. But I do think that Rondo, like, as a coach is helpful. I think... Sometimes
0: not to the actual head coach, though.
1: Let's do a little Lakers tea leave reading. Yeah, let's but do it. Let's Before we get there, let's just talk about Caesars Palace. I'd love to. That's where we currently are. Just arrived. You just arrived. How do you like it?
0: Uh, everything has been, like, I feel like I've been floating on air since I got here. No, seriously. <laughs> Incredibly I- great. Like, everybody who's worked here has been super helpful and... and and lovely to deal with. And like, it, it just feels like they really take care of you here. Casino looks awesome. I can't wait to go to the sports book tomorrow to watch world cup.
1: Yeah. Nice. Uh, if you would like to stay here, we got a promo code for you. It's LV pod L V P O D and guests will get 10% off their stay from now until December 28th, 2018. You can get a room at Caesars palace, Bally's planet Hollywood and the Rio or, only one of those, um, and this is a special offer for our listeners. Again, it's LV Pod, and the offer ends September thirtieth, twenty eighteen. If you haven't been to Vegas lately and you want to come, Caesar's Palace is the place for you. Do it, yeah. why not? We're enjoying ourselves.
0: I've stayed at a lot of places in Vegas. This place is awesome.
1: Yeah, I agree. I love this villa. We're in is fantastic. <laughs> um, let's talk about the Lakers now. Yeah. So I'm worried about Luke Walton. I that I As like Luke be. Walton. How many more months do you have? as Him as the coach of the Lakers. Uh
0: I feel like we'll have a the the mandated review process will take place during the All-Star break. <laughs> um
1: mandated by LeBron, but I just
0: think mandated by like the what history tells us about LeBron's first year coaching experiences. Sure. Spolster's the lone survivor on that one. Uh and it turned out that Spolster is one of the best five coaches in the league. So that's, that's not my guy. So, that's not so surprising. But um Luke
1: was in the same draft class as LeBron. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing in in Luke's favor, in my opinion, best friends with Richard Jefferson from Arizona.
0: Sure. I, I wouldn't even be that surprised to see... RJ R- doesn't want to be on a on a team. He doesn't want to I think RJ
1: would like to continue his career... His media career. ...as the host um, of Road Trip. Here are some
0: things that I heard last season. Ooh. That the Lakers staff, which now I'm not looking at who they are right this second, but that the Lakers staff was filled out by a bunch of Luke's buddies from Arizona, from University of Arizona days... And that it was not a particularly intense, like, super detail-oriented setup. Now, that could have changed over the course of the season. But I heard that it was a pretty, like, you guys, like, it's all about basketball. supposed to be fun. The ball finds energy. Let's go. Like, like, you guys just play your game. Yeah. And I think that that was useful in some respects for, like, getting those guys to enjoy basketball again Mm -hmm. after some pretty miserable seasons. But... I am wondering whether or not that will work for Rondo, LeBron, and Lance and, <laughs> and, and whatever else. you know. And he's also going to have two very distinct generations of players. These young kids who chirp a lot and these older guys who are probably very ring-focused.
1: I don't think I've ever wanted a hard knock for the NBA more than for this Lakers team. I mean,
0: the bidding would start at like $500 million. I that. mean,
1: it's just amazing. When you talk about it as kind of like a generational clash, it's even more fun. Yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty wild. Like the trio, if they all remain on the team, I mean, who knows? But the trio of Kuzma, Hart, and Ball against the trio, the new trio yeah. of Stevenson, Rondo, and McGee, with like LeBron as like the kind of the host, would just be amazing. Like, can we get like a family feud every Josh night? Hart,
0: shout out to Nova, really flying without a net right now. Oh, definitely, because he's pretty good. Yeah. But like doesn't have a huge resume and has got a very outsized like social imprint compared to like what he's done on the basketball court.
1: I know it's tough. It's and he also got sent down to the the G League a few times and rep,
0: and and unofficially reprimanded for like he and Kuz's social media yeah. presence of being like a little too feisty.
1: If you're if you are Luke Walton, are you excited to have LeBron?
0: Yeah, I mean
1: he's the best, still the best player I, I in the league. I think so.
0: It's just a, it's just a the question whether conundrum. or not Luke is the. The guy who, like, kept everything warm for, like, another coach to come in or not. But I don't really know. We've talked about this before. I don't know who the, like, marquee coaches are out there and waiting.
1: I don't think there are many. I mean, I think you hope to develop one. I mean, Spolstro is homegrown. Brad Stevens, like, a unicorn. Yeah. Steve Kerr, I think, gets too much credit, even though I do think he's very good. I think he's probably more important as a personality manager than an actual, like, tactician in many ways. Sure. Like, and also their system hasn't developed that much since they kind of it. And that'll change it.
0: inevitably because LeBron, half-court LeBron. Come. Right.
1: I mean, I think Steve Kerr's a really good coach, but he also just has so much, as he will say in every press conference, he has so much talent. We so talk, like,
0: okay, oh, sorry. Quinn Snyder,
1: I guess, is also up there.
0: Yeah, that would be actually be, like, a power move is to come over the top and try and buy Quinn Snyder out from Utah, although he seems to be very, very settled in Utah.
1: I love Quinn Snyder. Him and
0: David Locke just rolling out.
1: Best friends. SLC best Knights.
0: Uh We're talking about LeBron. We're talking yeah. about half-court LeBron. Let's yes. talk about European LeBron.
1: Euro LeBron. LeBron is on vacation until July 30th, at which point he'll be seen opening a school in Akron, Ohio. Nothing like switching teams and then just being like, deuces, I'm out. There's some great pictures. Has screen. he done that before? Um... Let's see with the heat they had the welcome party famously so no Cleveland did Cleve- you do a am I'm back They had like a like a, a, a welcome to Cleveland yeah This is this is the most sort of like I'm not available that he's been which I would I would do as well I'd be like change my number as well and not sign up for service in Europe oh, uh, there's always Wi-Fi. Can you
0: imagine LeBron James was just went zero dark twenty-three in Europe over the summer? And It'd they be were amazing. Like, Should we sign Rondo? Well, he Should was Should we trade for Kyrie? He just,
1: was doing a lot of social media before he changed his mind, like in between the finals yeah. and um July 1st. He was doing a lot of social. His family went to Anguilla. He did a lot of Instagram stories of Savannah working out while Ang- Anguilla was weird. Um and then he did the he jumped off the not very high cliff with his son. Yes. Um It was
0: Anguilla to Van Nuys. Signed with the Lakers and eyes or whatever yeah. to Europe. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Now I think they're off the, the, like on the Amalfi Coast. Mav is on the yacht. I saw some photos on TMZsports.com. Mm-hmm. Um, it does feel like a new era of LeBron. And I'm such a sucker for the LeBron economy that I'm excited about it.
0: So do you think, in the same way we have pre agency now, that LeBron is in like pre retirement?
1: That's an interesting question. I don't know if it's pre retirement, but it definitely is like, LeBron is changing the message. I think the story that Ramona, Ramona, and Brian Windhorst had a couple of days ago on ESPN.com, which talked about how Magic was like the closer on this deal. LeBron had decided, but he needed to like just be pushed over the edge.
0: But that he's bit, had input on these. He's other had. Signings. It's
1: like they're Magic and Rob, my guy, are executing a vision that LeBron is on board with. Is sort of the is the idea. Yes, and so I think he's already trying to seem like he's not taking. He's trying to make it very clear it's not. GM LeBron. I
0: thought that was an interesting piece because there's, I think, one point in it where it was like Magic directed LeBron, or Magic directed Rob to make these signings. Yes. And usually we hear about them kind of in partnership. Like, uh, Rob talked about Lonzo asking Magic to do film sessions with him in the offseason. And then Rob was like, so Magic, Lonzo, and I do film sessions now? Right. So it's always interesting to see how that dynamic works out.
1: So- I'm incredibly biased. I'm probably Rob Flinka's number one fan outside of his family. (laughs) However, (laughs) however, I think he is the GM most perfectly suited to work with LeBron because he worked with Kobe for so long. Uh He worked with James Harden. Uh He is so good at like player, marquee player management. I think he's good at it at least. No one, no one was ever mad at their, like no one who worked with Rob was ever mad at him. Um, I just think that he is probably
0: did, didn't he get fired from his agency for the Carlos Boozer thing? Yes, he did from Moss, yeah. from Wasserman. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> it's it's pretty funny. Like California has Bob Myers up north and Rob Palenka down south, and Tellen is like out in Detroit. And yeah. it's just sort of like that triangle is very interesting to me. They and all, Rich
0: Paul in downtown L.A.
1: Yeah, and Rich Falling Downtown LA. But I, I think that because LeBron runs his career like a CEO more than a marquee basketball player, like honestly, Rob is well suited to like work with that. Sure. Better better than someone like Kobe Altman or David Griffin, who might be better at like basketball decisions. But in terms of the management of that personality, I honestly do think Polinka is really a good a good force. I just wonder how much weight magic really has over LeBron. I, I'm like wondering. If that's I'm sure that will come
0: up as well. I'm, I'm sure that there's going to be, I mean, if, if LeBron is sulking at the mid season, when the Lakers are what, like 20 and 25, you know what I mean? Like
1: what do you predict their record to be?
0: Uh, with this team? Yeah. Above 500, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't like get an oxygen tank just yet. <laughs> like
1: are <the> Laker, <laughs> who has a better record? The Lakers or the Thunder?
0: Uh, I think the Thunder will be better than the Lakers next year.
1: I think I do, too. I don't know. It's not a good
0: team. I was going to make a a, a wager to that effect. Now, I would be probably sorely mistaken if they get Kawhi Leonard. But this team specifically, with the history that we have of LeBron first year uh, acclimation and just what we saw from the Lakers last year, I think that the Thunder would be better than the Lakers next year. I think the Lakers are like a four or five seed Five seed, maybe. What do you think the West is right now? Warriors, Rockets.
1: Warriors, Rockets. I'm going to go Jazz, number three.
0: Jazz, third, Thunder, four, Lakers, five.
1: Lakers, five. Yeah, and then I guess who else? The Blazers. Or would you put the Pelicans
0: up there? Would you say Pelicans, five, if they get a full, healthy Anthony Davis season?
1: (sighs) He's so good. I hope Drew Holiday continues to be good, too. It's tough. Um, And then there's the Nuggets, too, who are going all in on Jokic. And...
0: The Blazers feel like that that one, like it feels like that team needs to be broken apart.
1: I would love Dame in L. A. There's like some rumblings about that. Mm -hmm. I would absolutely love Dame with LeBron. I feel like they they are. I think LeBron would be great with another point guard who's a real chip on his shoulder. And Kyrie was like that until they won. To your point,
0: they would definitely need Kawhi Leonard in that case because somebody needs to play defense for Dame Lillard.
1: Sure, maybe they can teach Lonzo defense. I don't know if you've heard. He's alright defensively. He's fine. Yeah, it's he's, just he can't shoot. He's fine. It doesn't seem like if Lonzo
0: Ball and Dame Lillard like merged into one player, they would be like one of the top five players in the NBA. Probably
1: <laughs> one of the biggest problems for the Lakers is LeVar Ball, and they have. And I think that will be a bigger issue for NBA. That's, than anything that's else. another one.
0: That I'm just like, what? This will be something that they try to ignore for a while, but could come up. You know, yeah. it could definitely flare up. Um, before we go, can I just say one thing? Sure. I just want to send a really, really sincere and. Uh, uh, heartfelt thank you out to Trey Young. Oh man, for making me feel better about Markel Fultz. <laughs> so <laughs> Trey Young drafted uh, drafted by the Atlanta Hawks and came came to them via this Luke Doncic trade. Um, and Trey is having I don't know whether it's the air in Utah, maybe the oxygen wasn't j- that high. Two oxygen jokes in this one podcast, but
1: it's because we're in Vegas, baby. Uh,
0: Trey Young, let's just go over some some numbers. I'm a numbers please, guy.
1: Please do, Chris.
0: 12 for 52 in his first 3
1: games. <laughs> <laughs> That's so lead. bad.
0: He's shooting 23% from the field. Um, you know, he is leading the team in scoring, I guess, but 52 attempts in his first 3 games and I I I have to say that the eye test is not helping those numbers at all. Like the eye test is bad, man. It's like I, it, it's like I always kind of wondered like do they ever worry about the fact that the the NBA three point line is a few feet behind the college one? And it's like maybe you maybe really you should. should with Trey Young.
1: Yeah. And like maybe if there was a drop-off in the season, like you should also pay attention to that too.
0: It's brutal. It's I, I really hope he gets it together because he seems like a like a really fun player, and I'd like Atlanta to be yeah. this weird, this weird, a weird,
1: fun young team. Yeah,
0: exactly. But uh man, definitely feeling better about Folts right now. <laughs>
1: Um, We're going to have way more on Summer League all weekend long, all week long here from Caesars in Las Vegas. Check out the Ringer NBA show. Follow us on social, at Ringer on Twitter, at Ringer on Instagram. And thanks for listening. More soon.